Continue working on your scene or open the file named flexripples.max to continue where the last movie left off. In this part 3 movie, you create the ripple effect using the flex modifier. The flex modifier uses a dynamic simulation to create the ripple effect. This is easier to set up and is more accurate than, say, manually animating ripple effects using the ripple modifier. Either way, to create convincing ripples, you first need to subdivide the water surface geometry, otherwise the effect would be quite poor. Select the water surface and make sure the viewport grid is disabled, G hotkey. Go to the Modify panel, at this time, the plane has the default 4x4 subdivisions. You'll need substantially more than that. Try 60x60 instead. This looks better. The more divisions you have, the better the solution, but also the longer it would take to process and render. Ultimately, you can add a TurboSmooth modifier to smooth the effect further, but we'll get to that later. For now, 60x60 divisions should be fairly adequate. Add a flex modifier to the object. Before you change any of the parameters, consider the deflectors section. This is where you define collision objects that will affect the surface. However, you can only define deflector space warp objects in this list. So in order to use the sphere as a deflector, here's what you do. From the create panel, choose space warps. In the drop-down menu, choose Deflectors. Select the U Deflector and click and drag anywhere in the top view to create an icon. The size of the icon is not important. U Deflector stands for Universal Deflector and that means you can select any scene object to act as a deflector. In this case, the sphere named Stone. At this point, you can select the water surface again and this time Use the Deflector Add button and select the icon you just created in the scene. Since U-Deflector 001 represents the sphere, the sphere is now a collision object. The next step is to adjust the flex values. This is the hardest part as it's an intuitive process that requires quite a bit of trial and error. For the ripples in the trailers and for the scene, reduce the strength and sway values to simulate liquid. Try 0.2 and 0.4 respectively. Leave the stretch value to 5 and set the stiffness value also to 5. These parameters are explained in 3ds Max's help file, but I find that trial and error is often necessary as each scene is different. There's one last step to do before running the simulation. Expand the flex modifier and select weights and springs. Press CTRL-A to select all the vertices that make the water surface, and then enable absolute weight with a value of 0.1. This ensures all vertices are weighed the same way, and that there is no falloff in the effect. Exit Subobject Mode. Go to frame 0 and run the simulation by clicking Create Simple Soft Body. One major hurdle you'll get at this point is real-time playback. The type of calculation is so complex that it will bring any computer to a crawl. To overcome that, make sure you are at frame 0 and add a point cache modifier to the list.
Click the New button to save a new point cache file. Choose a folder and name the file My Ripples. Click the Record button to capture the vertex animation data and save it to the cache file on disk. When it's done, disable the Flex modifier in the stack. You don't need it anymore as the animation is saved down to each individual vertex. You can do this directly or by clicking the Disable Modifiers Below button. Now you can scrub or playback the animation in real time. The beauty of the Point Cache modifier is that it can be used to enhance the effect without rerunning the simulation. Try boosting the strength effect and see the end result. A value of 2 should be fine for this example. Add a TurboSmooth modifier to smooth the ripples a bit more. This takes care of the animation part of the scene, but what makes the scene stand out is proper materials and lighting. In the next movie, you create materials that bring the scene to life.